0: Welcome to the Rotogrinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, DBTPFL. It is Tuesday, it's November 5th, it's 2019, and we have six basketball games to talk about here on today's slate. I'm joined by my good buddy Will, Chief Justice 06. How are you doing, my friend?
1: I am doing great, man. I you know we talked a little bit pre-show about a swap I should have made maybe on FanDuel fan duel from Pascal to I mean from Clark to Pascal, but other than that, I think it's still going to be a, a good night overall. Not going to complain. Uh, congrats to your sister on, on the big day. I remember my sister's wedding, and uh, it's always good to. Is it, was this your little sister or, or an older sister?
0: Little sister, my only yeah. actual like blood sister.
1: Yeah. See, and yeah, I've got two sisters, and uh, only one is married and I remember her wedding, and uh, my brother-in-law's pretty cool. We actually go to, you know, a game every year and hang out, so, uh, but yeah, man, congrats to her, and uh, many, many well wishes, and a pleasant, pleasant, merry life, man. Appreciate
0: that. Um, Yes, it was was good times, had a lot of fun, Um, only cried like twice, so, um,
1: <laughs> only twice <laughs> yeah
0: yeah so um it, it was good times um we had a we had a ton of fun so uh but I did give her a hard time for getting married on a Monday um so I think that's the first time I've ever been to a wedding on a Monday so like I I'm just checking them <laughs> off like you know you get you know all these weddings you go to you, you check off like the days and stuff so um that was interesting but yeah uh, ready to talk about this slate um finally Finally feels like I actually get to sit down and like do a basketball slate here. So i uh, excited for that. If you guys haven't yeah, checked yeah. out our sponsor, make sure you head on over there and check them out. It is fantasydraft.com. Um, Awesome sponsors of the podcast, ton of stuff going on for NBA over there for today's slate. They have a massive $2 uh, double up um, break free. So, you know, you only have to be half the field. Also, They have their $20,000 pick and roll, $25 buy-in tournament. They have some high-dollar stuff at $100, $300. So, really, um, you know, there's a price point for everybody over there. So, if you haven't um, checked them out, make sure you head on over to Fantasy Draft. Check them out and give them some love for being awesome sponsors of the podcast podcast. Uh, Six games, but it's an interesting six-game slate because we do have some injury news and obviously some injuries that can change things here. We get started with Boston at Cleveland, 213.5 total. Boston favored by six in this game. Jalen Brown is still out. Um, Cantor is doubtful. And on the Cleveland side, Henson and Zizek are both still out. Uh, let's start with the Boston Celtics. Um, what are your thoughts here when it comes to the Celtics?
1: Uh, a very interesting game. Uh, You know, I think the main thing is, you know, we've got Marcus Smart finally priced up over 5K, so he's 5,700. You know, so approaching 6K now, which I think will make you kind of have to contemplate how you're going to approach the slate with him. Um, You know, Jason Tatum, Hayward are are both priced up. Uh, I I almost feel like the best play right now would be Kemba at 8,500. Uh, just because of the the dynamic pricing of everybody else. You've got Tice uh, that's priced up slightly. Um, I mean, I think he's probably about priced at his upside now. I mean, he can have a big game, but outside of that, um, I don't really see a whole bunch of guys that that I want to play from Boston. Um, You know, just kind of looking over the team. Kemba's still uh, going to Kemba from from everything I'm gathering. I mean, at the beginning of the season, uh, he didn't have – Uh, as as many games he he wasn't making a lot of shots but he seems to be seems to be coming around and so you know if if you look at the usage on the team um he he's still you know pretty much up there i mean he's at you know about 31 point percent with with uh brown off the floor and then tatum's at 31 so i think those will probably be my two guys outside Mm -hmm. of that i don't i don't think i want to play anyone else
0: yeah, you know, obviously it's interesting um, because they they finally have priced these guys up. If Cantor sits again, I think you can definitely continue to play Daniel Tice. I know he hasn't really crushed, but, you know, this is a matchup that he should get rebounds. And he's been so close to having that, like, double-digit rebound game. And, like, you know, he has the upside. Like, he has the upside in this matchup to get the double double to get 30 fantasy points at 4800. So if Cantor sits again, I like him. I probably won't play Marcus smart at 5700. I know he can pay that price off. I'm not saying he can't in this matchup. But when I'm looking at this matchup, like if I'm going to pay, you know, 5700 for smart, I'm just probably going to pay the extra 700 bucks for Gordon Hayward. Um, You know, Hayward's playing a ton of minutes uh, with with the injury to Brown. So I'm getting Hayward playing 35 plus minutes here compared to Smart who's playing, you know, 30 to 35 as well but like I just think that Hayward's the better play so I don't hate Kimba. He's 8500 if you think this game's going to stay close, um he's certainly in play but I don't know if we see, like, ceiling games from Kimba, but, like, if he gets 50 at 8,500, that's fine. Um, It's not like we have a ton of studs on this slate. So, um, I like this slate. This is a very interesting one. So, Um, as far as the Cleveland side goes, you know, we talked about this last week. Kevin Love's price has come up. He has been absolutely crushing. Um, With him being healthy, he's been dominating. Tristan Thompson, though. Tristan Thompson is a guy that can go out and get 40 in this matchup. And, And, like, He's just seventy one hundred. He's just sitting there, and it's just there's a lot of meat on the bone. Will,
1: yeah, it's it's another it's another Tristan Thompson day. I think, and and the thing about today is because I I do think there's some news that will kind of change the slate slightly. Uh, you may end up with a lot lower ownership on Thompson, but she's not usually pretty high owned anyway. Um, not that I'm as concerned about that, but. Um, you know, I, I think he's a good play. He's, I mean, he put up, what, about 40 the last game as well, 39 and a half. I mean, you know, if he's going to continue to consistently, ch- you know, chunk out about 40 fantasy points because of the rebounding and because of the – you know, he has pretty good efficiency when it comes to shot making. I, I think he's in play every every day until he hits that upper 7K, 8K range.
0: Yeah, and, like, if you look at Tristan Thompson, too, like, his bad game, bad game, in in air quotes, 27.5 fantasy points was a night that, like, he went three from eight from the field. Like, we expect him to be over 40% from the field because he's going to get a lot of easy buckets around the basket. So, Mm -hmm. it was his worst shooting night, and he fouled out and still put up 27.5. So he's he's shown us that he has a really nice floor right now and i just he's a guy that i i think can continue to get 5x on a consistent basis and i think he has the upside to get six seven x um any night so that one night that kevin love does not have that monster game it's probably because tristan thompson has a good game so um is there anything else here from cleveland do you trust any of these guards or anything like that
1: Nah, I mean, Clarkson was starting to play a lot better, but, I mean, his his price is coming up. I still think you can get a little bit out of Clarkson, but I I just – I'm not willing to take the risk on him at at 4,800. So, it's just kind of going to be a pass. For the most part, all year until they they start shutting this team down, probably around, you know, April or May. It's pretty much just going to be Kevin Love and Tristan Thompson for me up the whole way through.
0: Yeah, like, man – Garland is getting the minutes right now yes. at for 4k but until like he just has that game like he has the upside to get you there at 4k um I, I just don't know if you'll necessarily need him today um it really honestly it really depends a lot on what happens with the Pacers situation and it there we go ha- you know what else happens with like if Trey Young ends up playing or not that that dictates a lot of the slate and we don't have that news right now so um, speaking of the Pacers, we move on to the Pacers and Hornets. Um, no total in this one because of like what I just said. Uh, McDermott is questionable. Miles Turner is doubtful. Sumner is out. Sabonis is questionable. And on the Charlotte side, uh, we know Batum is out. So, will the whole slate here, like Turner's is doubtful. There, there's a good chance that he does not play. Um, but the whole slate depends on whether or not Sabonis plays or not.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think that's pretty fair to say. Here's what I will say, though: whether Sabonis plays or or uh, or jeez, uh, why am I forgetting his name? Turner. Sabonis or Turner plays. Uh, it's it's lock button on Malcolm Brogdon today. There's just there's just no way. His price has come back down now. Um, looks like looks like on DK. He's at 8,200. He had gotten up to around 9K on FanDuel. He's back down to 9K. He was up to 9,200. It's it's lock button day on, on Malcolm Brogdon. No way. I mean, he's, you know, the type of production he's giving you right now, it's off the charts. And then if you look at his usage, I'm telling you, it's, it's unreal, you know, what's happened between here. And, uh, and, and Milwaukee, I mean, the guy's got a 30% usage rate with those guys off the floor. Small sample size, but it's pretty much the same when they're on the floor. So it's lock button day from Malcolm Brogdon. If those guys are off the floor, then obviously Goga Bet- Betadze, uh is going to be a guy that that I think we're going to have to look to. I think he'll become the de facto value play, and we'll probably see his ownership north of 40 50%, but it'll be well worth it. Going against a Charlotte team that can't stop a nosebleed inside right now.
0: Yeah, you're playing him um, for sure. Even like, there's a good chance he plays like 20 minutes if we get news that Sabonis does not play. Leaf will probably play like 20 minutes. Um, so, like, I think both those guys. But like, when you're looking at TJ Leaf, like he went out and had a monster in 22 minutes against Chicago the other night. He's not going to do that. Like, he's not going to go out. And have a 15 rebound game every night. So, take the,
1: this. Take... This would be about as good a spot as any. But <laughs> I, is I, I don't. <laughs> oh, I, I just I don't want to play him at 5K. But I, I, you may have to play both of these guys. I know that sounds crazy, but I, I, I this team Charlotte's bad this year inside. It's ugly.
0: Yeah, you know, you mentioned it, like Chicago, who he did that against the other night. They're thirtieth in rebounding in the NBA. Charlotte's twenty six. It's not like it's much better. So, yeah. Um, you know, outside of that, I, I honestly I think that you can play Jeremy Lamb. Um, the, it, whether or not you like the narrative of revenge or whatever, um, it has nothing to do with that. It has the fact that he's playing thirty plus minutes a night right now because of the injuries. And we know that he can fill the stat sheet. He shot the ball terrible against Chicago the other night and still put up 33 fantasy points because, Will, we know it. He's going to get assists. He's going to get rebounds. He's very active defensively. He doesn't have to have a 20-point actual point game to get there. So I like Jeremy Lamb a lot here. Um, but, yeah, I like the Brogdon call, too. You know how much I love Malcolm Brogdon on this team. He's been phenomenal. Um, when they get Oladipo back, this is a nice little core they got built in here in Indiana.
1: Yeah, man, I mean, I like this team. This is my – it's not really a sleeper, but I felt like if they were completely healthy, I, I think they're top three team in the East. But they got to be completely healthy, though.
0: So, if we're looking at all these guys here, the Pacers. What do we, like, running it back with on the Charlotte side?
1: Well, equally so, here's a guy that's actually been pretty consistent this year. We've got I think we got one ceiling game out of him so far. And and, and that's Cody Zeller. The problem is I don't like Cody Zeller at sixty five hundred. I I like Cody Zeller we were getting at fifty two hundred, fifty three hundred, and now he's priced up. I just I just can't pay that price for him. Um so, you know, but but Graham has been my favorite player on this team. that's my dude. On this team, yeah. I mean, listen, man, you know, for those of you that don't like to play bench, guys, you know, just just hop on team bench. I mean, this guy comes in. He doesn't start, so he doesn't get the price increase. He's still playing north of 30-plus minutes both games. Uh, most games, the usage is there. So, so he's one of my favorites. A little tidbit, Malik Monk. His minutes have started to stabilize at around 20. He's kind of taken away some minutes from Bacon. So that's just something I'm, I'm trying to keep my eye on. Uh, Bacon had a big game against Golden State, but if you look over the, the past few games, you know, uh, Monk's minutes have, have started to increase. But, I mean, my favorite play right now uh, mm-hmm. is Devontae Graham. Just just on DK 5400, um, a, a great play, great, especially like you talk about if you want to run it back. He's a great guy. To our uh, run it bag with.
0: Yeah, because, like, honestly, if you're looking at, um, you know, this Charlotte team and you're looking at, like, PJ Washington and you're looking at um, Cody Zeller, like, they're fine plays, but their prices kind of make them iffy plays. Um, I- I'm not saying that I wouldn't play Cody Zeller. I think I like Zeller more than Washington in this spot. Um, if Sabonis doesn't play, I think it's a really nice bump for Zeller. I think that like he could have a field day here with all these young guys for the Pacers. So, you know, we talk about rebounding and like the Pacers are twenty fourth. So these are two terrible rebounding teams. So um I, I just, you know, this is one of those games you're really gonna have to watch the news. We talk about it all the time on the podcast. We're a first look podcast. First look. Like my mind changes sometimes and I'll tweet it out and you know, you can read expert survey and stuff, but First look um moving on, we go to Atlanta hot Atlanta. San Antonio at Atlanta uh, no total in this one waiting on the news on trey young um I've seen anywhere from questionable to probable, but um the official injury report has him as questionable um he's getting closer like he he's getting close he he felt great after Monday's practice, so he's definitely getting closer let's um oh and uh, Evan Turner and Alan Crabb are still out for Atlanta. So, we'll, those guys are out. And then Collins is probable. Um, looking at San Antonio first here, Will, um, you know, we're just – we're waiting and waiting and waiting, and I'm going to say this every podcast. We're waiting for DeJounte Murray's <laughs> minutes limit to come off because as it, it, if it happens on the weekend or if it happens, uh, you know, after the podcast or anything like that, Whenever you see the news that says Dejounte minutes, Dejounte Murray's minutes will be thirty. You play him. It does not matter who he's playing against.
1: Yeah, man. I mean, he's been been absolutely smashing in, in limited minutes. Um, I mean, he's got one, two, three, forty-plus point fantasy performances in less than twenty-five minutes. Three <laughs> forty-plus <laughs> point fantasy performances. In less than 25 minutes. Um, And, I mean, he's been around 30 in the 22 and 23-minute games. I mean, I I almost don't have to repeat it. You know, he gets 30 minutes, he's probably on his way to 50-plus. And you just better play him that day because after that, he's probably going to be 7,500, 8K even. Um, So, I I think that's what you're going to have to do. I've been waiting for DeMar DeRozan to kind of wake up and do something. And he's just, he's back to being Toronto, DeMar DeRozan. Last year, you know, we got a DeRozan, and probably because part of it is because DeJounte was out, but uh, I expect him to, you know, give us slightly better fantasy performances, but he's not putting up the 20 plus point games consistently. So, um, you know, with DeJounte being there and having a, more of the ball handling responsibility, I just think it's impacting his fantasy performance right now. Overall, you know, usually I like to target Atlanta. Um, I'm really not as interested in the Spurs. Lamarcus Aldridge is 6,800. I mean, I feel like that's too cheap. Um, A lot of these guys I think are underpriced, but they haven't been performing. So I'll probably take a shot on Aldridge at 6,800 over uh, a guy like DeRozan. I think that would be my run back uh, with this team.
0: Yeah. So, you know, obviously when you're looking at DeMar DeRozan, you know, we, we saw him last year at 28.4% usage rate, averaging 1.1 fantasy points per minute, sitting around with a 26% usage and he's averaging 0.9 fantasy points per minute um, when he is on the floor with DeJounte Murray. So everything you say, we have statistics and, and, and data to back it up right now. So, um, until like Demar gets under like seven k, we're really gonna have to like start talking about him more and more because oh yeah, like we know he has the forty point upside every night. Um, do not na- do not hate Lamarcus Aldridge here. It's just honestly, I don't like anything from the Spurs. I really don't. Um, if there's one team I'm crossing off on this slate, it's probably the Spurs just because. DeRozan's not cheap enough yet. Lamarcus is fine Murray has the upside but he doesn't play enough minutes Um, Rudy Gay has been uh, you know consistent but his price came up so you know honestly there's just nothing on the Spurs where I have to play them so I am perfectly fine just not playing him in this spot like Forbes would be interesting out of everybody but again I'm probably not playing him either
1: yeah, I'm I'm with you, man. I mean, I, like I said, I do have my eye on Aldridge, six eight hundred, man. I don't know if he's been that price since his rookie year, and that's probably pretty pretty inaccurate. My point is, he, he's really cheap.
0: And he's gonna pop on projection models today, too. Just wait, like he's gonna yeah. be a guy that's gonna pop on projection models today. Um, it's just a price that you definitely want to take advantage of. So, um, Atlanta. You know, obviously, it matters a lot whether or not Trey Young plays. Um, Cam Reddish has been playing a lot of point guard since Young went out. If Young misses again, Cam Reddish's price is right where it should be. He has, will 18%, 20%, and 28% in the three games without Trey Young. That's his shooting percentages. He has a decent shooting game any of those nights. He goes for 30 fantasy points. Um not saying that he's going to out of the blue, but I'm just saying, like, he can definitely run better. Um, ben Bray has been playing more minutes. Uh, what are you doing here with Atlanta if Trey Young plays and if he doesn't play?
1: Uh, I actually think he's going to play. Um, all the news I was I do, looking I at. I think so, too, yeah. um, You know, I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to quote too many guys from ESPN, but we got a fr- pretty famous reporter out there that says uh, – got through a full practice and said his ankle felt great. And um, so I, I think he's going to play. And as a result, I, I don't like really much of the Atlanta value uh, outside of maybe some of the cheap guys. I think if he's going to play, you could you consider him. Um, I know everybody's thinking, you know, he's going to play DeJounte. And listen, DeJounte Murray, he, he's been a pretty good defender. Um, just from the eyeball test, from when I've watched him, you know, a few times, Um couple years ago we kind of just kind of took over that that lead point guard role but you're just not going to stop a guy that's going to pull across half court and throw up a three-pointer that's going in so just off that alone Trey Young will probably pick up nine phantom three-pointer points I mean I'm just just kind of guessing here Um, so he's a guy I've got my eye on Trey's been dialing up the assist been getting rebounds and with him coming off this injury you got to think his ownership is going to be suppressed a little bit Uh, for a guy that's got 60 point upside I think you take a few shots on him but he's about the only guy I want to play from Atlanta I'm not really interested in anyone else Um, Herter is a guy that is just kind of one of my favorite plays but until his minutes restriction is off I can't even play him either
0: yeah he's playing around 25 minutes right now so honestly if Trey Young plays I probably have zero interest in Atlanta this is a probably a cross-off game for me and on a six-game slate, to be able to cross off a game, it, it feels nice. Um, you know, when you're, when you're playing <laughs> tournaments,
1: like – Oh, I've got one I'm going to cross games. off. I've got one. It's coming. Oh, all
0: right. So, <laughs> What actually makes a better toothbrush? Industrial strength, power, claims of miraculous trendy ingredients. Multiple modes? If you ask your dentist, they'll tell you it's less about the brush and more about how you use it. That's why Quip was created by dentists and product designers to focus on what actually matters for your oral health, healthier habits. Quip's Quip's sensitive vibrations with a built-in timer guide gentle brushing for the dentist recommended two minutes with 30 second pulses and ensuring an even clean. Quip automatically delivers brush heads to you every three months for clean new bristles right on schedule. The sleek intuitive design is simple to use and comes with a travel cap that doubles as a mirror mount. These thoughtful features make brushing something you actually want to do twice every day. Good habits matter to live a healthier life. So help form fresh oral habits with Quip. Quip starts at just $25. And if you go right now, you'll get your first refill fee free at getquip.com slash fantasy. This is a simple way to support our show and start brushing better, but you have to go to get. QUIP.com slash fantasy to get your first refill free. Go right now to getquip.com slash fantasy. We got the Lakers and the Bulls. It's a two twelve total here. Lakers favored by six and a half. Avery Bradley is questionable. Rondo is out. And uh, everybody on Chicago is either good to go or probable. So let's start with the Lakers here. We don't have a ton of studs, ton of studs, uh, you know, top-end type of players on this slate. Um, I I think Anthony Davis is probably an absolute lock on this slate. Um, And I hate saying, like, 100%. I don't play 150 teams. I play usually two to five teams. Maybe sometimes I play the 20 entry max. But Anthony Davis would be a guy that I'd be all in on this slate because – Chicago can't rebound. This is an, uh, an amazing spot for A- AD to go like 20, 30.
1: Yeah, man, for sure. Um, I, I think, I think what you got to decide is, you know, where, where you want to place your value. Um, you know, and I, I think that'll kind of determine, determine the slate for you. Uh, but for sure, man, th- this is kind of the smash spot of all smash spots, 10 K on DK, very fair price. Um, You know, him and LeBron are probably just going to dominate this team. Uh, So I'm with you. I I would side with AD in this matchup. I mean, LeBron's been playing out of his mind the last couple games, uh, you know, really dialing up the rebounds and assists, which is what we pretty much expected he would do eventually. But I think if I had to side right now, I I for sure side with AD in this particular matchup. Uh, Danny Green has now come back down to earth, thank God, so we don't have to – contemplate playing him he's 3900 I, I don't care um don't want to play him and I, th- I think it's just LeBron and AD man don't don't want to you know harp too much on them That's, they're pretty much the catalyst that run this team um I would have taken a shot on Dwight Howard but I don't like 5100 And I know he dropped 38 on the Spurs I know he dropped 39 on Charlotte but we're not going to get that every night um so I, I think if you're you know if you're if you're running out hundred, hundred and fifty, I'm sure people will have Dwight. I'd probably sprinkle him in at ten to fifteen percent, but outside of that, it's AD LeBron for me all day.
0: Yeah, like you know, Dwight, even on like Yahoo is eighteen bucks, like his his industry price has caught up to kind of where he's been at. Um so yeah, yeah. could Dwight go out in twenty two minutes here and put up thirty fantasy points? Sure. We're not saying he can't, it's just Um, The price is caught up. There's some good center plays on this slate. Um, And he's $6,200
1: on FanDuel, which is just awful.
0: Yeah, so I I don't hate Dwight here. I'm not saying he's a bad play. I'm just saying the price is caught up. Um, If Avery Bradley sits, if Avery Bradley sits, um, I maybe – Fire a shot on Danny Green just because he could pick up an extra three or four minutes here, um, play closer to like thirty minutes. He's going to get man. open looks, but
1: you're, you're the KCP whisper, man. Give, give us something good here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Listen, like you know, if Bradley sits sure, you could take a shot on KCP. It's just, you know, I wouldn't, I would not play KCP and Green together. I think one of the two gets there. I don't think they both get there.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. KCP's thin right now. I'm I'm just messing with you.
0: No, it's fine. The last time I said he was a bad play, he put up thirty fantasy points and Blender <laughs> laughed at me. Um, <laughs> the Chicago Bulls side of things here, like this offense is running through Zach Levine and in, in marketing. Um and, and like Levine, his prices come down. Um it, it's not like marketing's had big games either. It it's just like this whole rotation and everything is weird. Wendell Carter Jr. has been kind of crushing recently. Like, what are we looking at here when it comes to the Bulls? Is there anything we can, like, trust?
1: I mean, Markin is 6300 which is – this is the price I like to play marketing at. When he's in that mid-7K, upper 8K, I don't feel as comfortable. At 6300 I don't mind it. The problem is um, I just – I don't like him on this slate. You know, Levine's at 7300 um I don't hate it but but I don't love it. I just think they're better place. Like so and then with with the cheap guards, you know. I mean I, I've talked about this before I think, but we thought Kobe White was going to get consistent minutes and he's only just getting consistently minutes. He's only getting minutes consistently. How many we have no clue. Um you know, Chris Dunn is 3500. If you would have told me last year that Chris Dunn was 3500 and healthy, I would have locked him in, but He's, you know, getting 18 to 20 minutes and, and giving us limited production. I, I do think there's upside at his price, but because it seems that they're going to hold him back and only play him a select amount of minutes, you can't even play him. So, really, I almost feel like the Bulls are kind of a, a scratch-off for me. Sorry to hog up all the time on, you know, what I would call a, a slight ramble, but it's Levine, it's marketing, and I don't, I don't really want to play anyone else today.
0: Any thoughts – I just want to throw a name out at you because, like, we're we're team bench, Will. Like, we're team bench. That's what we do. Oh, we like the I think I know where we're coming. Go ahead. What are your thoughts here when it comes to Thaddeus Young? Um, he's uh, – Like, his – Hey. He's gone over 20 fantasy points in four straight games. He's 4,200. He's putting up double-digit shot attempts because, like – if you look at this bench, it's not like we have a massive usage to anybody outside of like Dunn. What are your thoughts when it comes to Thad Young?
1: Yeah, man. I hey, I, I like that. I mean, at this price, fire him up. And it's just the price. If he was fifty eight hundred, we wouldn't even be having this conversation. But at no, forty two hundred, at forty two hundred, I mean, I, I think you got to take a shot at him. And then the other thing, too, man, Otto Porter, like, he's going to have to start putting up some some better fantasy performance. Like, he's not going to keep being bad. He shot one for ten against Indiana. He's 4,300. Stevie, God, you might be getting me excited about about two guys from the Bulls. I, I think Young and Porter are the plays. I, I know I said it's Levine and Marketing, but Young and Porter, I, I think those are your two Bulls. and, and you, I think you can pass them on Levine and Marketing easily if you play those two guys.
0: Yeah, like, we're looking at Thaddeus Young with a 21% usage rate off the bench this season, averaging 1.93 fantasy points per minute. Like, he's 4,200. Like, I, I honestly, I don't hate it.
1: Um, yeah. You taught me into Benny the Bull. We got to play him.
0: And, like, the thing is, too, like, you know, Markin has been, like, struggling with, like, fouls and picking up quick fouls. And, and like, the minutes in the rotation, like – Thad's been checking in like super early and like marketing has been coming in with the second unit. So like Thad's out there in prime minutes. And like, I just don't see him changing that. So, uh, yeah, here we go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Orlando at OKC two Oh four and a half total here. Uh, Thunder favor by three and a half. Michael Carter Williams is questionable. Steven Adams is questionable. You know, Will, when we're looking at this game as a whole here, like Orlando is playing very slow this season. They're playing, you know, one of the slowest paces. Utah and Denver the only other slow teams or slower teams. So, you know, when we have Orlando going on the road here, facing a team that's playing at a faster pace, is there anybody that's kind of standing out to you here for the Magic?
1: Man, I I I think my Magic play today is Jonathan Isaac. Um I trust him more than Aaron Gordon right now, and that's sad. I mean, Gordon got the big contract. I was hoping he was going to, you know, some, a few things were going to materialize, and he's had a couple thirty-point games. Don't get me wrong, but um, I, I, I think Jonathan Isaac is is kind of my guy here in this spot. Um, Vooch, if Stephen Adams doesn't play, Vooch should be able to really dominate. Uh, he ha- he hasn't really captured the upside consistently like he did last year, but I still think it's coming. So I think he he'll, he may not get as much ownership today because I'm pretty sure everybody's going to want to load up on AD. And, I mean, if Vooch gets you 50 in this spot, you're going to be sitting real pretty at the end of the night, I think, especially with some of the value that we open up. Per- perhaps if you're thinking about fading AD, you take a Vooch, you take a Brogdon, you take a Kevin Love. You know, if you could go s- just kind of sit in that – Range 8 to 9, 7K range, 6K range, you, you could really build a nice lineup. So, uh, I think Vooch and um, uh, and Isaac would be my two favorites.
0: Yeah, you know, Fultz moved into the starting lineup. Um, he did. I actually think that hurts him a little bit. Uh, you know, like, he was kind of like the scorer on the second unit. And I don't think that helps DJ Augustine for what it's worth. Um Foltz is kind of like that scorer on the second unit. Like, we, we saw him put up a lot of double-digit shot attempts when he was at the second unit and, you know, six and seven shot attempts in the two games since moving into the starting lineup. So, he's 4K if you want to take a shot. But the guy that I think it helps the most – and, like, this might be – like, he, he, well, we'll just go ahead and write this down for my get weird GPP play of the day, but Terrence Ross. So, Fultz moving into that starting lineup is going to allow Terrence Ross to do what he did a lot last season, and that's come in with that second unit and be the scorer on the second unit. So, I think Ross benefits the most from Fultz moving into the starting lineup. He's 3,900 it could easily bust in our face. Um, But like, you know, looking at Terrence Ross here, I think he has the upside and we've seen it with Denver the other night, like off the bench, he put up 26 fantasy points and, you know, Clifford's a guy and you know, you're a Charlotte guy. You you had, you know, Clifford as your coach for a long time. If, if a guy gets hot, he's not going to instantly just take them out of the game either. So, um, I think this is an interesting spot for Terrence Ross.
1: Yeah, man. Um, he so Terrence Ross is a guy I've had my eye on because man team bench again I've been waiting for him because you know last season Ross was playing more like 25 to 28 minutes and and really giving us some some nice performances if we're going to start you know seeing him pick up the pace a little bit again I I would really like to see Ross in that 25 to 28 range I, I think Orlando plays better when he's playing you know those type of minutes but I'm with you, man. Ross at 3,900, you know, he's got 30-point upside, and at this price, you know, I I think you take a shot on him. Definitely wouldn't play him in cash, but in GPPs, uh, you know, I I think he's perfectly fine.
0: Yeah, again, it is a large field tournament play, and on the OKC side of things, You know, SGA can definitely crush at 7K. Um, You know, the price increase – this guy was around 6K to start the season. The price increase obviously hurts him a little bit, but he's probably my favorite play um, because Schroeder's price was phenomenal. Uh, You know, team bench again. um, But, like, at 6K, he can still get there. I just – it's tougher for him to get there.
1: Yeah, yeah. um, I'm with you. I – I think my favorite play and this is only if Adams is out. Um she's still list, listed as questionable. The only thing is if, if they he practice full Monday, so I'm probably thinking he's gonna play. But if not, I still think Nerl's Noel is fine even in this spot. I know he'd have to deal with Boots. Hopefully he would he would, you know, not be too handsy. But uh Noel, forty four hundred, you know, gonna get twenty five to thirty minutes at four I, I think you you just play him. Um Gallinari, I was expecting him to, you know, consistently be more in the 30-plus fantasy point range. but just hasn't shown us that this year, only been over 30 once. Um, a couple of 29 sprinkled in, but um, so this just isn't the spot for him. But Noel, um, I'm not as high on SGA as you today. I think my the only guy I would play is Noel if Steven Adams is out.
0: Yeah, again, like, SGA in that price range at 7K, I don't think he's the worst play. Like, I would rather play SGA over Rozier. Um, I think I like SGA more than I like, like Aldridge, more than I like DeJounte Murray, Chris Paul. Like, yeah. just looking – because I, I for some reason I had – when I switched, I usually switched to games and I didn't have it switched. I, I just – looking in that price range i definitely like sga more than a lot of those other 7k guys for what it's worth
1: so yeah
0: and you might not even end up there you might end up in the 8k range so you know you never know until you start building lineups and you don't build lineups in the nba before the night before that's for sure um yes, sir miami at denver two and nine and a half total denver's favored by five justice winslow is the other big injury news that we're waiting to see here because he's questionable dealing with the back injury um and then Will Barton on the Denver side. So Miami is interesting if Winslow does not play in this spot.
1: Yeah, it is, but this is kind of my scratch-off game. Um I know it's kind of the de the, the facto late night hammer. Um I mean, I think none is priced great. I, I like none. Nunn. Nunn was just in foul trouble in that Houston game. Uh he he's got some upside. But overall, I don't think I want to play Butler in this spot on the road at Denver. I mean, look, Jimmy could crank it out, but I'd much rather play Brogdon in in what I would consider an easier matchup. Uh, Bam is 7,400. I'd much rather play Aldridge in in what I would consider a slightly easier matchup. Uh, Myers Leonard, you know, has helped me make some money, but uh, don't really want to play him. So overall, as a team, this is just kinda of, kind of a scratch off for me, especially if Winslow's back. Um, even if he's out, I'm not thrilled. But um, you know, I think you would just be playing Butler hoping that he really, you know, brought you the upside. Um overall, I just think they're better plays at better spots.
0: Yeah, like and like just so you guys know, Deion Waders is back with the team. That whole situation is murky right now, don't get me wrong, but don't be shocked if like if 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 Winslow misses this game if we do see Waiters plays a little bit but honestly when I'm looking at Winslow off the floor like none is the biggest beneficiary here um four percent increase in usage 30.8 percent overall he gets a ton of usage here when Winslow's off the floor so all that's telling me is he's handling the ball a ton um in that situation and a ball handler against Denver at 5,500 I have interest in that um The Denver side of things, like, you know, Jokic is considered a stud, even though, like, he really has only had one big game this season. Team fade Jokic is really, really strong this season. So, um, you know, it's interesting because if we do get news that Will Barton's not going to play, like, I have interest in Gary Harris at 4,800. But you go down a little bit here, Will, and, and, like, we do have some really interesting tournament plays if we get news that Barton's not going to play.
1: Yeah, I mean, y- you do. I just – I'm not really a Tory Craig guy, so he's a guy I would probably scratch off. <laughs> uh, Gary Harris, to me, is just okay. Malik Beasley is a guy I usually like. Uh, even this season, I consider him to be just okay. Um you know he's really playing a lot of go, a lot of guards right now. He'll play Monty Morris a few minutes. It's just like man, I feel like they're all eating into each other. Um, and Jamal Murray is usually a favorite of mine because because of the price at sixty five hundred. He's got upside, but I just overall. I, l- let me say this: if the news doesn't break our way and Barton ends up being out and Winslows out then, you know, I think this game may change a little bit because some of these guys in the 3k range could really be big benefactors on a slate like this, but overall man, I just this game just screams, you know, low scoring to me even though Miami's been pushing a little bit. So I just I just don't have the interest as I, as I do like the India Indy Charlotte or or the LA Chicago or even Boston Cleveland. So um yeah, I'm just – I'm not as interested.
0: Yeah, Miami's piss p- pushing it a ton, but, like, Denver is slowing it down more than any team by a large margin. So Yeah. you know, a fade actually is interesting. Like, Torrey Craig is going to play 26 to 30 minutes, and he's super cheap if Will Barton doesn't play. And if, if the news – like, if we go back to, like, Sabonis – say Sabonis plays, say Steven Adams plays, like – we're not getting a ton of value if that happens. If everything falls that way, say that, you know, Trey Young plays. So, like, that's when a guy like Torrey Craig would be interesting if Will Barton
1: sits. So. P- Porter and Thad. Did yeah. you put him in all your life.
0: <laughs> all right. Um, let's fire up the morning grind game, and then we'll get out of here. Um, i always forget to pull this up and like it's such a bad job hosting um favorite play under 5k to 7x well
1: oh man uh under see you know i had my guy and um but he's over 5k but you know what man let's just let's stay on brand man i'm gonna have to go with Thad young here 4200. We're just gonna have to lock him in.
0: I've officially talked Will into playing Thaddeus Young today. Um, So if Thaddeus Young busts, the first text message I'm gonna get is from Will. So everybody that's gonna gonna tweet me, you're not gonna beat Will to it. Um, So this one's tough because, like, if we knew about the Pacers like injury news, like there's plenty of guys on the Pacers side of things that I would pick here.
1: The Todd stay. The um,
0: saved. yeah, that's that's kind of the guy that I was looking at, but not knowing the situation, you know what? Um, man, seven X. Give me Daniel Tice because I don't think I got is. it. I got it. Yeah, I, I like it. I don't think Cancer plays. I would yeah. much rather play. Um, how do you B- bidat say?
1: I Betadze? I think it's Batadze.
0: That's who I'd much rather play him over Thais if we get news that Turner and Sabonis are not going to play for what it's worth. Um yes. over eight K to go under five X. Who's your bust today, Will?
1: <sighs> not not a whole lot of guys, but hey, let's just go with the easiest play on the board. Let's go Jokic. <laughs> Taking
0: my guy. Um, let's see here. I think that if Steven Adams plays, Vooch does not get there. So I'm going to say Vooch, assuming gotcha. that Adams plays after practicing. Uh, Favorite 6X play could be any price point. Just give me your guy that you think is going to go 6X on
1: the slate. Man, Brogdon. Brogdon.
0: Is it weird if I pick the same game and take a different guy? No, sir. I really like Jeremy Lamb today. Like, let's, uh, let's and, go.
1: Hey, <laughs> the le, more hey, I listen, look at
0: it, the more I just really like him today.
1: So. I'm telling you right now, I, I don't really like screenshot per se. That's not like my deal. But uh, if 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 Sabonis and uh, and Turner are out, which I feel pretty confident is going to be out, if both of those guys are out, it's it's going to be early screenshot game in full effect. Without, without the screenshot, though, because I will be loading up on the paces. I can tell you that right now. No, no doubt about it.
0: For sure. Um, give me your let's get weird GPP play of the day.
1: Um, Here's a guy that I think may not get the traction as, as everybody else, and I, I wouldn't consider him weird per se, uh, but he's a guy I've kind of talked about. And that's Cody Zeller at 6,500. Um, I, I don't think he'll get the ownership, especially when everybody's going to be targeting a big man for the other side. I don't like the price, but Cody has flashed some upside this year. This could be a good spot for him to get forty.
0: Yeah, like, it, it's obviously a really interesting spot. If Sabonis doesn't play, I really like it. Like, I really like it if Sabonis doesn't play. And – um. It's, it's such an interesting slate because when you look at it, like there's no game with a total over 214, you know, first, first look-wise. So, yeah, um, I'm going to go – I already said it. I, I like Terrence Ross today. He's my, you know, get weird GPP play today. I, I really think that Fultz moving to the front uh, or to the starting lineup really helps Terrence Ross on that second unit. And we're team bench today. Like, I feel yeah. like more than any other day, we've talked about Oof. the bench guys. So. Um, give me your favorite DFS contest for the day. Game selection question. Um, you know, either site, any site. Just give me one today.
1: Man, uh, I usually I usually like to give the people a FanDuel one because I know, um, more people are usually on on uh on DK. Let's see here. Cause I'm I'm actually looking over it, guys. I'm trying to look at my um. Let's see. What is this? Mm-hmm. Uh, nope. Don't like it. Sorry, guys. I may have to go on over.
0: Well, I'll let you keep looking. I'll talk about mine yeah, when yeah. pull one up. So sure. I said yesterday that I would give you guys a lower price point tournament that I like. Um, so I'm going to give you two. There's two that I really like today. For my single entry people, for my low um, bankroll guys that play single entry, the NBA 25K high five single entry tournament on DraftKings is phenomenal. It pays out 24.4% of the field, and it has one of the best structures payout-wise that I've seen for a tournament. It Only 8% to first place. It The top 10 is only getting 27.8%. The top 25 are going to turn $5 into $100. Bucks. So if you're a low-stakes player and you have a really good lineup, playing against these 5,900 people like you're going to get a nice payout um, here in this high five 25 K. So I'm going to throw a tournament lineup in there for S's and G's just because I talked about it, just because I pulled it up. But for my guys that like to run out, you know, 15, 20, 25 lineups, the $5,000 layup $5 tournament on fantasy draft. And I'm not just saying this because they're a sponsor of the podcast. It's a thousand entries pays out 20 or 25.2%, uh, rake free, obviously. And the structure in this tournament is really good. If you finish in the, in, in the money, you're going to double your money right off the bat. So you're, you're turning five into 10 and first place is 625 bucks. So even if you put in the max amount of 30 entries and you hit this tournament, you're going to make money. So i really like those two tournaments. Um, I told you guys I'd give you guys one for the, the smaller bankroll guys today.
1: Yeah, man. Um, let me say this. I I think if you're really trying to build bankroll, um, these the single entry double ups on DK, man, the $25, the $5, the $10, I, I think those those are good ones to, to hop in. And the thing I like about what, what DK has going on right now is they've got several of them up. So it's not like they have just one available to you. You know, they've got one, two, three, four, five. They've got six available right now uh, that you can hop in just in the, the twenty-five dollar range. Um, well, actually, it's a little bit more than that. So I, I think those are those are really good contests. And I know it's not a football day, but for football and basketball, those single entry double ups, man, I think those are money makers. If you know what you're doing and you can build quality lineups. I think you can really make some money, I mean, just in, you know, cash games alone. Um, And then my other one, man, the the 20-entry max stuff, man, the the four-point play, um, I I think it's just a staple. It's 10K to first. It's paying out the 27.16% of the field. Um, I I think it's a great contest. So, uh, you know, you don't have to compete with guys that are putting in 100. Everybody gets a fair share. You can build your 20. And, uh, and hopefully get to the top. So I, I think those are some good ones uh, to round out for everybody.
0: All right, make sure you guys are checking those out. Uh, appreciate you guys listening. Oh, give me your favorite over-under on the slate.
1: Man, I, I, to be honest, I really don't have one. They're all about in the same range. You like a team I,
0: maybe then? Like, Do you have a team that there's a spread that stands out to you?
1: Yeah, I, honestly, this – this Lakers Bulls Chicago at plus six and a half at home. I I, I think the Lakers are going to dominate. I actually think the Bulls keep this game close. So the, the Bulls at plus six and a half. I I like that a lot.
0: Yeah, and you know me, I kind of like a road team too. I kind of like Miami getting five here going into Denver. Um, we we've seen that Miami is a really strong team. So yeah. Um, I, I like that one. You know, I think that one's really interesting. Um, I'm with Will. I don't really love one today. Like I loved one yesterday. Um you know, so I you know, when we looked when we talked about yesterday's and we were doing this yesterday, I was like, pound the bucks. Like, what was it? <laughs> it was Will, it was something crazy. Like when we did the podcast yesterday. Milwaukee was favored by six against Minnesota. And I was just like, pound the bucks. And what did they beat them by? Like 28 or something? Like it was 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 one of the easiest bets, I think, of the year. So that's going to wrap it up here for Tuesday. Appreciate you guys listening. We'll be back tomorrow talking some more NBA. Good luck in your contest, and we'll see you then.